evening, gentlemen. Hello. Uh, well, hello. I feel like I haven't seen you in for so long. It hurts. <laughs> Seeing it me? Hurts. It hurts. Seeing me hurts. <laughs> it just hurts. Everything oh. hurts. Yeah. Well, everybody, uh, welcome back to episode 93 of a good podcast, not like off the cut. Um, we wow. are going to, con- we're, we're continuing, you know, going, I mean, we're a seasoned podcast episode 93, where we do not talk about wedge salads, uh, and foods of the day. So, but with that being said, we do have a little bit of admin stuff. One, we do have two new patrons. Yes. And, oh, hey, wow. They joined right in the right time because they were both before the end of the month. Thanks, nice. Mom. Uh, Thanks, Mom. Sean, Mr. Sean Powell and Douglas Deal are our two newest Way patrons. cool. Awesome. Way cool. Welcome. Wicked. All right. Welcome. Wicked. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, with that being said, mm. we're going to do something a little bit different tonight, everybody. Normally, me and Leo like to do the giveaways live on Instagram but there's never really that many people there. There's a lot more people that listen to this podcast. So we're doing something different. We're actually going to draw the winners for last month's giveaway tonight on the podcast. So two lucky people are about to find out that they're winners. Uh, and it better not be Travis Jesse again. And, and let me just say, I know th- this is life changing when you're a winner. So if you're driving, you may want to just pull over while this announcement happens. Cause we realize if, if your name is called, you always remember when your name is called, it's a life changing moment. So yeah. Okay. And you may, <laughs> you may jerk your wheel into the concrete abutment. Everyone will say he just won. He yeah. Just won. <laughs> so last month's last month's giveaway, we did uh, the two hundred dollar gift cards to Carbon Method, correct? Yeah. Carbonmethod.com. So you guys could buy a kit for the ceramic coating for your cast iron, and they got some other stuff there too. They got a, a finish. Uh, as well and some other different things but without further ado we're going to select these two people right now and then we're going to talk about this month's giveaway which i haven't even told you guys yet all right here we go changing lives changing lives i you know it's going to happen because they're listening to it like i actually have the wheel of names generator up right now we have 305 entries uh, holy for, again, for those- Nike. Now, for some those of, of those are duplicates, right? Yes. For those of you yes. that are listening and do not know, we do have a, uh, or the giveaways are for patrons only and they don't even have to enter. I just enter them and whatever level you are, that's how many entries you get. So if you're at our top tier, you get the most entries. If you're at our bottom tier, you get the least amount of entries, uh, but everybody gets entered automatically. You don't even have to do it yourself, but we have 305. Two of those individuals are going to win. So let's do it. Let's pick the first one. Do it. I should. I need to make sure. I need to make sure I take pictures of this so I don't forget. Okay, first one. Seth Keedle. All right, Seth. Seth Keedle. Congratulations, Seth. And let's go ahead and remove all instances so that person cannot win again. All right, here we go. Second big winner is, I love this wheel of names 
generator. It's so cool. How about Wheel of Torture? Who's it going to be? (laughs) Stephanie, also from Dayton. Awesome. No way. That's Dirk's (laughs) wife. It sure is. That's awesome. That's wicked cool. I should have said he or she could pull over. That's right. To be fair, I did pull out Marianne Sedgley and uh, Mrs. Fulton. <laughs> oh, don't tell her that. You can't do that. She said well, she I thought we talked about it. Method. She wanted some. <laughs> yeah. My great grandmother once said that <laughs> the head of the household does not need carbon method. She said it makes your kitchen run smoothly. Yeah. Nothing's <laughs> yeah. better than on your griddle top while you're cooking with carbon method. Yeah. <laughs> Cast iron maintenance for your griddle. Yes. Carbon method. It makes everything non-stick. No one knew oh, what okay. the condition was, Sedge had one year later. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. That's how COVID started. Oh, I better not say that. Um, <laughs> what a congratulations. Food congratulations, uh, Seth and Stephanie. Um, I will make sure that Carbon Method gets your information and uh, gets whatever they are going to give you in terms of a card or web gift certificate or something. I don't know. They'll they'll figure it out. But uh, congratulations. But this month, guess who our giveaway uh, partner is? I, I'm waiting for you to guess. Um, uh, Leather by Dragonfly. Man, good guess. Yeah, Patrick and Michelle are giving a two hundred dollar no gift card way. to their website. That's wicked, that's awesome. Which is very, very nice. Uh, and I will remove their names when we do the drawing because they're not winning their own gift card. How how funny would that be if I left them in there and that winner that month was Leather by Dragonfly? It's like they planned I, it. If Patrick wins, he's creating work for Michelle. <laughs> yeah right hey that's good so that'll be our giveaway for the month of july so uh if you guys want to have your chance to win that and you are not a patron consider becoming a patron we've got different levels and uh we'll actually use the money for uh good things unlike anybody that's giving to off the cut podcasts that they use for their um addictions so yeah, uh, they also it's dog torture chamber. We won't get into that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. up in Canada. Every that's, dollar goes. I'm fairly, him. I'm fairly certain Eric uses his on heroin. Yeah. Well, you know, some people use them on dungeons. Yeah. <laughs> and I won't define dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, all true. Geez. We shouldn't talk about truth like that. We should just let it go. Everyone has their demons. <laughs> Yeah, everyone has their demons. It's not not nice to make fun of their demons. Just don't fund the demons. All right, well let's let's get into uh, what we've been up to, Mister Mister Sedgley. What have you been up to? Woo! We'll let Ronnie go last since it's his topic tonight. Okay. <clears throat> Enjoying my new desk. Oh yeah, I think it looks nice. God damn, it's fun. I just what was I thinking? Enjoying my new desk, enjoying my new computer system. I made the switch from PC, uh, um, Microsoft over to Apple. What was I thinking there? Holy moly, is everything smooth? 
Yeah, I've watched several videos on iOS for my Mac, and I'm just like, wow, this is cool. And I'm figuring things out. Hey, Ronnie, thank you very much about photos. Learned a lot of from there. Where are they? It's no biggie. Got it figured out. Question: Where are my pictures? <laughs> Where the hell my pics go? But what I like so much, and I probably already said this several times, is I walk in a house and everything is synced. Mm-hmm. You know, Marianne is freaking out. She loves it. You know, but every once in a while, we got to drop down in the basement to open up something on our old uh, Microsoft PC just to make sure we have everything. And that'll be six months, and we're stoked. Uh, the other thing is I've been home for two days. Well, actually, two and a half because today was uh, work from home. I accomplished quite a bit. You know what? I hate working from home. You know why? why? I do too. I do too much. Huh. <laughs> you know, I do all this extra work. I got I think every single festival live planned out for the rest of the year. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Man, I got to tell you, I have never seen a product release. So abundant. It it's crazy. This fall, all the new tools coming out. It's crazy. So I've been doing that. And then Jason, I, I told you I got that uh workstation. Ron, you got a workstation, has that extension table. Mm-hmm. Well, I have all this extra MFT3 extrusion. So what I did today, and I've been hemming and hawing, but I've been thinking about it for about a month, couple months. And uh I took a piece of extrusion, put it on my wall. And now I have the ultimate shaper station. Isn't that nice. cool? Nice. And I got extra aluminum extrusion. So what I may do is put one on one side of the shop, put one on the other side of the shop. And I just been organizing the shop today. And and when I say hemming and hawing, I go, well, you know how you have to think things through? Man, I knocked it out in probably 20 minutes. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta think through the steps, you know. You know what the best part of it was? Jason, wait for this. Wait for this. You know how I drilled the aluminum extrusion? Wait for it. With my drill press. Um, oh yeah. Well I could you... not have drilled a more perfect hole at 90 degrees with all the leverage through that aluminum extrusion without my drill press. You and uh, you in that old age, you know, it's hard for you to keep a steady hand to keep 90. So hey, I get it. Hey, that ain't right, man. Sometimes that uh, shaky <laughs> hand works out. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but that's what I've been up to. Hey, Mr. Ben, what have you been up to? Um, uh, I don't know if I had the new table saw and bandsaw all together on the last podcast, but those are together. Um. I released my video on the grit automation system and I'm pretty shocked by how upset some people got about that video. Like I got so many just rude condescending comments, um, like way more than normal on this, like this, this item that I, I've never been so excited about making a video and sharing something. And I got the most uh, just BS from people for it. Now, granted, I got a lot of very positive stuff too. And the video is doing okay. Um, I thought it would do a lot better, but I was just surprised. Like 
how like just how hateful like people can be like i was you watched the video sedge yep uh, ronnie by the I, way i, don't know if I you watched, watched it, it i watched it beginning to end and it was kick ass sorry i mean i'm clearly very excited in that video about the product like legitimately and people were just so i i i, I blocked more i didn't block i hid more people from this one video than I probably have in like the last three months combined. Wow. You know, like there were um, so, so many I comments have, that I just haven't, haven't, got, haven't had a sec. I haven't been able to, to watch it yet. Cause I have not had any spare time since we talked about it last on our last beers of the voice podcast, but my thoughts are on it. The best videos I've had are the ones that had the most hate. I mean, it's like, I think you, when it's a good video, it also pulls out, every type of emotion from people and some are just the haters it pulls out yeah. it also means it's being shown to people that are not your followers it means it's being so it's just part of it you know i got i got one comment this morning that was bothering me a little bit um i actually responded to this one but this person made a comment and said something like uh it is clear that your channel has just become an infomercial for products so basically the guy totally craps on me right saying that that's all i do now but then he ends it by saying um that's fine i actually like new products so that's why i enjoy your channel and i'm like wait what like you first you like insult me and then you come back over the top but <laughs> what i responded to him with was out of my last 10 videos five of them are tool related. Two of them were, were the festival capex. Um, hmm. Five of them were tool related. Five of them were how to demonstration uh, or some sort of build or project video. I'm not very good at math, but that's a 50 50 split. If I understand correctly, if my math Ooh. is correct, half correct. Is correct. Amundo. Okay. I'm on my calculator so it's, right now. I'll get back with yeah, you. Yeah, hang on yeah. a second. Let me get yeah. my construction master five out on that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes to show that like people, they make these comments and don't know anything about you. So it, it, I was just surprised by this video. It made no sense. No sense about this video specifically. You know what I think it is, honestly? It's a cool luxury item that nobody oh. knew about. Mm -hmm. Then they see it. They look at the price and say, they scoff at the price like, oh, it's crazy expensive. Um, that was about 50-50. A lot of people are like, it's so overpriced. It's way out of my price range. And then 50% were like, wow, I thought it'd be more expensive. So just like I did, right? It is a luxury item. But I think because it's something that no one has ever talked about before, that's what pisses everybody off. Everybody off. Can I comment? I, I just got something that was sent to me. And... I scoffed at it for a while and uh, Hans sent it to me and Noah from TSO and I used it this weekend. And I'm going to tell you, uh, ooh, and I got to be careful on this, but um, I, they sent me the Bigfoot, you know, the uh, support bracket. Do you mm -hmm. have guys have one. I do. Ronnie, Ronnie, you have to, you have to own this. What is the support bracket for what? Uh, for the DF500 and DF700. Oh, I, 
I have seen that. I okay, seen so that. so here's what I'll tell you, and <laughs> that I've seen how they put a jig and a piece of wood for indexing. Uh-uh. It's that uh, anodized aluminum versus plastic, and how stout it is. And when I'm plunging vertical on a butt joint for cabinetry, I don't have to, you know how I taught you, Ronnie, to put your thumb on the fence. Mm -hmm. So you plunge it. No, just put your hand on that. It holds that plate right on that edge. Um, Mm. And I hope I'm not overstepping or anything, but everybody should get one of those. It is bad to the bone. And that sounds funny, right? (laughs) Here I am. (laughs) I always look at things and say, okay, do I really need one of those? Yeah, I do. It's wild. So it's kind of like you're saying, Jason, I never, when I saw the grit system, I was like, wow, okay, I understand it. And you're doing it for Leo and Max. Man, when you started talking about air quality on that, uh, actually uh, on Discord, I was looking at the thread on Discord today. I finally got it downloaded to my my Mac system. Holy oh, crap. Nice. Uh, Amazon's running a special on it, aren't they? <clears throat> Oh, on the the Powermatic? Yeah, the PM1250. I was like yeah. freaking out. I might order I, one. I've been this close. You can get it through. Um, How much is it? US, US Tool and Fastener will have it on sale through tomorrow. But yeah. What's the price right now? 550 Are you 550. kidding me? 549 no. Yeah. What? I might I've get been it. this close to getting a second one. It's in my cart and everything. I keep getting emails from US Tool and Fastener like, so, finish you know your what? I know <laughs> off the top of my head, I know five people that I could send a message to that would buy it like right now. If I said that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. on the fence, I know that for sure. <clears throat> wow. The thing is, really is there's, there's a lot of times. Yes. I have affiliate linkage with some companies and we all do, but I'm going to tell you this. I don't care some, a lot of the time. And we talked about this on beers with the boys. I like, I just released the uplift um, uh, standing desk frame that I bought. Right. I don't even think I'm a blip on the thing, but I love talking about things that I really like. And man, I've done that forever when working for Festool. And nowadays I'm just like, I'm talking about it on Sedge Tool. Yeah. You know, it, I, I like to talk about things I like, and I like wings <laughs> and I like wedge salads, you know, <laughs> but I will tell you this. I didn't take a picture and send it to you, but I took my company that I have in town from New Jersey to the uh, Al Emporium in Fishers yesterday. Dude, I don't care how much it costs. In Fishers? Because my uh, great nephew is 11, Jack. I'm going to tell you. Oh, my God. Were those wings off the hook? I've never been to that one. That's the only one I haven't been to yet. Yeah, it they were great. Oh, the wings were unbelievable. The beers were oh, wicked tasty. Man. So, I need an affiliate link for Ale Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jason, I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, it's okay. Um, now I want wings. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that you was- like wingies. That video is uh response to that video is kind of disappointing, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm working on this week's video right now, which will be the bandsaw assembly 
um, for the N4400. Uh, I've been working on the table, the conference tables. Um, that's going pretty smooth. I, I got Nicole actually uh, let me come out to the shop yesterday for a couple of hours and she watched the kids so I could get a jump start on getting all of the lumber milled for the second top. Um, and then tomorrow morning, I'm going to come in here and straight line, rip everything with the track saw. And, uh, actually I'll probably just cut my boards to width with the track saw. Um, and then that way everything will be ready to go because Wednesday, uh, Hartzell is sending a film crew down here. Um, and they're going to get a little bit of footage of me working on the table, not specific to the project that they're doing. They just want to get some footage of somebody, you know, building something uh, or transforming some of the Hartzell walnut, uh, they're, they're doing some like promo thing. It's like a five minute video. Um, so they're going to come and do that, but I want to make sure that they have multiple things that they can actually film. Jason, wouldn't it be great if they came down and you just like covered up that walnut and you just had like, like some two by four, like scrap with it. You were, you had it like nailed together and it was like the shape of a table. And you're like, so this is like, this is like the frame. And then you have like some popsicle sticks over there. And you're like, I'm going to join these together. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. And what you would do <laughs> is you would take a, a, a framing nailer and say, yeah. hey, this is how you put shit, the stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> and just start putting it in. To hell with dominoes and lamello. Just have your wood filler out where you filled the holes from the framing nailer. Like, you've, yeah, you've got, you've got them. You're like, I've just got to say in these, you'll never be able to tell they're here. I use like or, eight inch structural screws. Yeah. Or <laughs> use the Hartzell walnut and do the same thing but with the you know the framer and then look in the camera and say fuck it nail it drywall <laughs> screws <laughs> yeah i thought the black on the drywall screws with the walnut's gonna pop yeah i think i think ronnie and i should be your you know your production and writing crew yeah you guys have great ideas thank you <laughs> great ideas Sedge, do you want to do you want to hear the thing that I'm the most excited about that I've been working on? Yes, the gym. Yeah, baby. Uh, the flooring came in. We got all that put out yesterday or day before, um, and we actually ordered a little bit more to fill up the space. And I almost have my rack system completely assembled after today. Nice. Hey, that Tonight, rack I'm is uh, gonna finish it. That rack is Bells of Steel, right? Bells of Steel, yep. Yeah, they're a great company based out of here in Indianapolis. Great, great company. Yeah, I do have an affiliate link uh, from Bells of Steel. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so if you need any uh, accessories. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm hoping all that stuff is done. I ordered the bench I told you about uh, from Rep Fitness. Yep, yep. I ordered, great bench. Great bench. I ordered the plate set, the collars, and the uh, barbell from rogue oh, 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 oh. good and you got I, the 2.0 right yep yeah i ohio I got, by. correct and then i also ordered the um what are they new bell yep new bell yeah they had a deal where if you got like the ash color or something else it was a hundred dollars off uh so i ordered them cool yeah yeah coop on uh garage gym reviews loves those i new love bells. his channel Hey, you know what? I I'm, really do. I have listened to that channel for about three years now. And he is right on. He, he, all the companies love him and they consult with him. But he will say, hey, no, 
hey, listen, I got this, but I am going to actually tell you like it is. And he gives mm -hmm. killer reviews. Unbelievable. I bought so much from him. It's ridiculous. So because I, I want to hear what he has to say about it. Yes. Remember the other night on Beers of the Boys when they uh, we were asked that question about like, how do you just like uh, Sean asked it, I think, how, like, how do you go about, you know, deciding what brands you're going to work with and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And there was all this talk of like, you, you know, it's hard to trust people. All that. And when I was saying like, you just have to find somebody that you trust. I have just recently started watching his channel in mm -hmm. the past two months, maybe mm -hmm. anything I want to know now. I just go to his channel yep. and at, from the first video I watched, I was like, I like this guy. I like how he presents the information and I like how he's just not biased. Now, granted he has affiliate deals with all of these companies. So to him, it doesn't matter which one they end up choosing. He's probably going to make money off of it. And I'm sure he does very well, but like, I trust everything that guy says, like he is the person I'm going to, to find out about, you know, any equipment, right? Like, Oh, I'm thinking about this. Like, I've, mm -hmm. I've been looking at functional trainers. Like I want to get maybe a small functional trainer for the gym as well. And I was looking at his videos on that also. And he has great videos. Like they're just awesome. Hmm. So you get, you hey, got to uh, find the right person that you trust. Well, what's really cool is he just released a video within the last week called rogue versus rep. Mm -hmm. How do you pick between rogue versus rep? And he said he put them head to head. I love how he talked about customer service. Mm -hmm. You know, so rogues always treated me right. Is everything in my gym rogue? Absolutely not. It's either rogue, elite fitness, and Titan. And the the piece I have from Titan Fitness is my reverse hyper because a guy threw in a couple extra 45s. I bought it out of Castleton on uh, Craigslist. But you know me, whenever I'm in Columbus, Ohio, it's like that car automatically pulls into the rogue packing lot. Mm -hmm. so hey listen maybe we, we took go a, there uh, these days. a while we should because now they have a constant garage sale and you can buy plates for a buck a pound and it's worth it who cares if they're iron or bumper plates you know i always get a kick out of when everybody wants to match everything dude iron bumper plate whatever weight is weight just put it on and screw it just goddamn Where? squat or bench or dead um, how how far is Columbus? Uh, three and a half hours. It's uh two and a half for me. <gasps> Ooh, oh, must oh, be nice. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think that's the next place we meet up. That's for our Green Suitors yeah. podcast business meeting. That's a good idea. It is close. It's close for me. After I pass Cincinnati, I go through Dayton and then Columbus. Um. Uh, just for the record, all of my weights are carbon fiber. I'd throw, throw it out there. <laughs> Three hours. <laughs> um, but I think that's all I've been up. We keep getting derailed for some reason. I think that's all I've been up to. Ronnie, I, I'll say it every time. I think I'm I think I'm in high school. <laughs> yeah, always when I'm talking. To. But it's so goddamn funny. <laughs> Roddy, you just made me laugh. I do. I don't know why I do that when you're talking, Jason. I'm sorry. I will never do it again. I will never talk again. My weights are not carbon fiber. I made that up. I'm a liar. Yeah. <laughs> they are aluminum. 
I was bragging. Yeah. <laughs> Are they anodized? All right, Ronnie, 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 Ronnie. What have you been up to? Okay, first off, I guess I need to update you. After you all got off the beers with the boys, I oh. sat there and was listening for a little bit longer. Do you know how long we were on till? I heard Some guys really were on there until deep. three in the morning. Yeah, past three. Like, no way. Yeah. I, 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 were you one of them? Oh, yeah. I stayed on. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. my I stayed God. on till 3.30 range. So it's it's kind of cool. There was still a, a fair amount of people when you know, y'all jumped off. And I was getting ready to get up. But then that was when Cameron and his friends were leaving to go start their night. And they were leaving. I thought, well, I really don't have to. They already had left. So I sat on there. Our whole group, um, Adam Fuller joined, and he was leaving a job from Maine that he was he wanted to get finished where he didn't have to drive back up again. I totally appreciate that factor. I do the same thing. So he jumped on after you all jumped off, and he was like, I'm so glad you are on here because he joined audio only while he was driving. Mm-hmm. He said, you're going to help keep me awake while I'm driving. Wow. So we had, you know, we had still five, six people on at 3.30. We still had. Holy cow. We still had. We we talked. We talked. This is That's what, the longest one. The, yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. It got to three and I thought, I'm going to go past this. We need to break a record here. <laughs> no, actually, the reason why we ended it was because he he made it home. He made it home. So I'd like to someone to find another podcast that will support someone through the, through halfway through the night while they drive home. You know, they had five, six people talking to somebody, keeping them awake. We all knew we were not going to go off until he got home. Well, the other big benefit to that is that when we talk, it doesn't want to put people to sleep. Right. If he would have been listening to off the cut podcast. Oh, my God. It would have been he done definitely done. would have felt fallen mm-hmm. asleep. Yep. Off got the a road, sleeper. <laughs> and the and, car probably would have flipped over a hundred times. And he would have pulled over because he would have gotten hungry for a wedge salad. That's exactly, exactly. right. Exactly. Exactly yeah. right. So it, yeah. it was very good. You know, we didn't really have that plan. I think we just realized it like two something. He's like, guys, I'm so glad that you are still on because I, I really wanted to stay up. He goes, the homeowners were home and they were being very accommodating. They knew that I was trying to get it done. And he was just so glad that he got it done. He was able to get away from that job. And we talked about that a little bit. And then we realized he's like, you know, I'm not that far from home. And we just kept talking. And so it was, it was good. We got off at like 3.30. And then, of course, I cannot sleep past 730. So I was back up at 730. And that was uh, that catches up with you because that night was the Taylor Swift concert, which was Tay-tay. driving up Cincinnati. And it, it was over about 1130 range. And then we didn't get to our car to like 1230, then drive home for an hour. Got, got home at 130. So I was definitely feeling tired when I came home after the two nights in a row. But it was totally worth it. It's hard to impress an 18 year old. And she was so excited and it was, it was everything about it was so worth it. And it was an impressive show. It, it I think I have the same, like pro, almost a problem as everyone else that listens to this podcast. I didn't know if I wanted to watch the show or check out her stage construction. I was blown away <laughs> by this stage they set up and it's taller than the football stadium. Her stage was wow. taller than the football stadium. That's probably one of the best ways to put in perspective. And to think they put that up for two days and they tear it down. And within five days, they're at the next show location. And she has 50 semis, 50 semis. That's how much wow. it takes to move her show. It's, it's just such a big production. It's unbelievable. 
Like I was just, and she was like, dad, are you, are you not having fun? I was sitting there going, no, I was just now counting the speakers that were hanging from the, wow. and these speakers are like the size of a small car that are hanging in an angle. So every single person has like a direct shot. It's, it's just amazing. It's so wow. amazing. And I only have one semi. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. You'll have that one. I mean, that one, that one festival semi was awesome, but she's got 50. Wow. And, and the I, one, the, the, I think he was talking funniest. about something else. Semi. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. We sold the semi. <laughs> yeah. I went straight to remember different kind of semi. semi. Yeah, baby. And then the, <laughs> what else blew me away? She, she has one out on the outside for people who don't even have a ticket selling merchandise. What? It is a semi that the side opens up just like the festival one. The side opens up selling out of that. There's semis that parked behind it with merch, with the backup stock stock because they would sell everything out of it. The line to buy things for hers went down all the way through Cincinnati as far as you could see. Past the Red Stadium, as far as you could see. The line was as wide as a car, like it was so loose. It went as, out of sight. And they said they opened that lineup the day before the concert and had been like that for three days straight. People buying her merchandise, buying sweatshirts, T-shirts, all those things. They said there was 30,000 people outside of the stadium that came there to listen that didn't even have tickets. And she had 70,000 in there both nights. 70,000 people. Two nights? Both nights, full, sold out. I wonder if her tour is the biggest tour ever. I would say so because she's been doing this now for gosh, it's been like the whole summer, and she still has like four, like at least five, six, seven stops. And then she's going international after that. She's doing international stops. They said that she was worth five hundred million when the show started, and she'll be a billionaire when the when the tour is over. Oh, no doubt. Yes, billion. It's so it's impressive, and for people for people who have kids like the same age as my daughter. She I mean she grew up. Um, she was 16 when my daughter was born. So my daughter has known her as like a singer, you know, virtually famous her whole life. So she's grown up with her. She's already had like, I'll, I'll, I'll misquote this. It's like five eras. And that's what I call it, the era era tour. Like she had red and all these different albums. So her concert is goes through all the eras of her most popular songs. So even though she's like 31 years old, she's already had so many successful albums. She's able to have like a tour that usually people are in their fifties when they have. So it's unbelievable, but I do have respect and it's impressive. And I'm, I think mm. I'm glad that she's, you know, a fan of her. She's a good role model. I haven't seen her do anything that was really that, you know, compared to some other, you know, famous Dude. people can be bad role models. So. Dude, I saw the Ramones five times and they were only in one era over <laughs> 10 years. And I love them. <laughs> so I just, I just quickly Googled like largest uh, music tour in history. Um, and it came up with a, a top 10 list, but I'm assuming she, hers isn't on here yet because it's still going on. Yeah. And I don't know how old this article is, but currently says that the number one largest music tour of all time was Elton John's farewell tour. Yeah. I can see that. And number I- two was Ed Sheeran. Wow. Yeah, she'll blow that out of the water. And uh, I think it was 1990. No, 1989. I was up in Maine and I saw the Grateful Dead over two shows. And there was 105,000 people that weekend over two shows. It was awesome. But no, 
Each show had 105,000. It was at uh, Oxford Plains Speedway. And I said, this could be the biggest show of the year. And eh, eh. the, uh, the one that won out that year was the Rolling Stones. They were doing a, uh, and they had like 110,000 somewhere. It was crazy. Well, what, what she did that was really smart was it's stadium only. She's only doing stadiums. Every one of the concerts is outdoor stadium. So that everybody hopes for a rain show because she keeps on playing. And I was reading an article about it, and they said that it's actually sure microphones that she uses and that water doesn't affect them. That's how they're able to perform. Wow. Um, but she plays guitar, piano, everything in the rain. She just keeps uh, on playing. Yeah, I saw, I saw one of her shows recently. It was just a torrential downpour, and she was just keep there on the whole time. Yeah, we all, we thought it was going to be. She actually announced that it was going to be a rain show, but it started as soon as we walked out. It was we just barely missed it, but um, that it's it was impressive. Um, so that was that was that's close impression in my mind. But what I'm up to is I'm making actually building two signs. It's funny how things come in spurts when you're building stuff for clients, people that don't even know each other. You find yourself doing similar projects. Well, that's the way it works for me. So I'm working on a an Irish pub sign. Ooh. It's going to say pub that hangs from a chain that was destroyed in a storm and it was old anyway and rotten. So she sent me a picture of it and I'm going to reproduce that. It's going to be kind of fun. It's going to be a two-sided kind of like a carving type sign, two-sided um, that hangs from the chain and it looks so small. And then I go up and measure it. It's like 30 some inches across. <laughs> I was thinking it was like a 12 wow. for a picture. It's a, it's a pretty good size. And then I'm also making a sign for a business. that's about eight feet across about eight wow. feet 30 and it's um three-dimensional letters it's kind of been a fun different kind of project um i'm working on that i haven't shown anything with it but i will show it this upcoming week i'll show what i've been working on so that's a uh, that's kind of uh, projects wise what i'm working on nice and that's that's where i am well why don't you uh tell everybody what the topic is okay so i think I this is a good one yeah, I, I, and it's because it's what I, it's what I feel like I've been dealing with lately, and I thought maybe you all. Me might too. Um, I call it not a one trick pony. <laughs> That's what it kind of came up to be. But when in the in the text I said uh, I find myself constantly answering comments regards to I do it this way or I yep. always use this, and it's like I always think when I'm responding, no matter what my response is, I'm always trying to basically say the same thing. I'm saying that. I find that, yes, that works what you say, but I find you need to have multiple ways of doing everything in your toolbox, in your brain toolbox, in your toolbox, because there's so many factors at play. And mm -hmm. a lot of times a post, you'll get a comment that says, that's the wrong way. I do it this way. And I've found, it seems like in the last few weeks, I've been responding to different, a thousand different variations of that, of that mm -hmm. kind of comment. And they're right, but in my case, this was the right way for me to do it. Yeah. That's so I, I this goes back to the whole people don't have the context. And for those of us that are putting ourselves and our lives out there on a daily basis, showing how to do something. If I was to do a how many cabinet videos do I have in my channel? Plenty. And how many more will I do? Plenty. And each one, I'll probably show something a little bit different because of what we're talking about right now. And why? Because there's so many ways to do everything. But when you do that, 
the person that doesn't have any context on you or know anything about you, what do they do? They comment and they say, that's not how we do it. I had this on the, the doing the toe kick video. I had countless people, you know, say how dumb of a technique that was. And why wouldn't you just use leveling feet or why wouldn't you, uh, you know, put a ledger strip on the wall and then use leveling feet in the front. All of these things are true. Yes, you can do all of those, but that it's one video showing one way and people don't see that. They don't understand that. They think that this is the only way that the person doing the video knows how to do it. And they want to show that they're smart. Right. Yeah. The, the, I think the thing that really just made me say this needs to be a topic is one of the last ones that I saw is like the buildup, the, the, the tone of it was like funny. It said like funny. It said, I've been doing this a long time. And the way I do it is this. And I was there right. thinking, I've been doing it a long time too. And in this case, that's why I use this method. You know, and it, it, you're constantly justifying to your, yourself. And every time I'm doing it, I'm thinking the whole time, I'm like, do you really honestly think if you have been doing this for a long time, that there's only one way to do everything? It's like, it just blows me away that. <clears throat> and, and, and I think all three of us know that although we have multiple methods to do something, we're always open to somebody giving us another method. There's always yeah, absolutely we don't know yet. Oh, one hundred percent open, I mean, that's, open brain, man, open I mean, that, mind. That's one of the things that draws me to social media. That's the only way I learn additional things. That's the only way is because somebody will post something and it's like a aha moment. You're like going, "What? You mean I can do that?" That's one of my most favorite things about social media, and just when it. it I'm just surprised that people will see something that obviously if they're commenting, it's something new they haven't seen before, but for them to respond back and be like, I've always, this is the way that it's done. This is the way <laughs> it's just funny, but right. you're always trying to be politically correct with your answer without not just, you know, and it's always generally, I'm always saying back, you know, yes, I've used that method or, you know, but in this case or in this customer's budget or in this type of build, that was not feasible. That's kind of mm -hmm. where I'm always responding back with that kind of comment. Yeah. What I, what I found myself whenever somebody gives, I, I love it when they always start off with a, I was a, this for 40 years, I've been doing this professionally for 40 years. It's like, then why are you watching my video? You know what I mean? So true. But <laughs> it's just their opportunity to get on there and be like, you're dumb. You're wrong. You're doing it the wrong way. This is how the right way to do it. And so it's like, well, if I did one video that showed every possible way you could do something, I would get complaints that the video is too long or people would stop watching it when they see something that they don't agree with, or, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's a never ending battle. But when somebody says something like that now, and a lot of them mean, well, they're just like, I like this way, but I also have done it like this. And those are the ones that I appreciate. And I'll just respond with, also a great technique, also right. a great way to do it. And, I'm and fine if it's with something that, that I never thought of, then I go, that's a really interesting idea. I'll have to try that sometime. Yep. I, I do the same. And I'm, I'm, I'm open to hearing their technique, but when they say that it's not right because it's not the way they do it, I'm like, you know, that's, that's different. But, and what that led me to think of is that how many things that we have multiple methods to do things and that you need to have different methods in your toolbox in your brain toolbox and your tool toolbox, because there's different types of situations you have to allow for. 
Um, something I've noticed a lot too is that even um, comments are not accounting for wood movement. I've had comments before when I respond back mm. and I say the coping allows for movement, the coping and someone will say, what, what movement, what movement are you speaking of? Once you install wood, it never moves. I get that a lot. And I think it's because that say, for example, for, to my understanding, like Florida stays humid, Sedge, um, they don't, they don't yeah, have they, the level of humidity that we do, like where we live going yep. from humid summer to dry winter. Yep. So I feel they like have, the people in Florida have, do not experience the level of wood movement that we do. Yeah. They have two seasons, tropical and subtropical. But it's enough to, it's enough to keep their wood stable, right? Like there's listen, but but in Florida, you have, you have something where most shops will build in a shop without air conditioning. Okay. Cause sometimes these shops can be massive and then you take it into air conditioning. Everybody see Ronnie, I'm glad you said humidity because it's relative humidity and that's what air conditioning does. It takes the humidity out. I've seen things cup overnight like freaking potato chips because it's not compensated uh that way right i mean we've all learned the hard way that it matters i mean i remember when i was hearing about that kind of factors i was like well that's not that doesn't really interest me i'm just gonna build what i'm gonna build and then you learn the hard way you're like what why is it curling and then you realize oh i need to pay attention to that but i've had comments about that and i realized it's geographical some things we have to allow for that you don't maybe in other places. I've, I've, I've learned that from mm. comments and from, but that um, I don't know. I just feel like I've been doing that a lot lately. And I feel like it, it, it reminds me that I need to keep an open mind and always be looking. And just because I see someone doing something a certain way, shouldn't, I shouldn't just like shut it down myself, maybe even, but I'm always try to keep a pretty open mind. Yeah. I always, I always stay away from coaching people on wood movement. Because if you don't know, or if people want to argue with you, I go, okay, go ahead and build it that way. I had somebody at, uh, where I worked during the day say, he showed me something. I go, oh, wow, is that nice? And he goes, yeah, I built it with a Domino XL. I go, oh, that's nice. And I go, he goes, I did them all the tight. And I go, oh, really nice. I go, did you glue it up yet? He goes, oh, yeah, it's really nice. And I go, okay. I go, did you compensate for wood movement? Because he glued it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, 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 no. It's not going to move. It's southern yellow pine. Oh, my God. I hung yeah. my head. <laughs> and he bought it from Home Cheapo. And I went, oh. Ooh, this is going to be a lesson for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. About six months later, I go, hey, uh, Jonathan, how'd that come out? And he goes, yeah, you were right. And I looked at him. I go, I did not want to be right. That is a learning lesson. And he spent a lot of money on it because that was his patio um, uh, dining uh, set that he built. Yeah, people just don't just don't know. So I'll make a comment on this topic. Uh, I used to say in woodworking, there's 100 ways to skin a cat. And then PETA reached out to me, said, uh, you can't talk about skinning cats. Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, where's he going like, with this? What? 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 <laughs> okay. So um, recently I did a build series where we're going to do a final one. 
It's going to be all, everything combined over the course of five videos. We have over 13,000 views. And it's it, it has meant a lot to me because it's my desk that I'm standing at right now. But what I wanted to do is show a technique old school using a scrub plane, a number seven, and a smoother four and a half to show how to take down a board or my slab. And yes, there's a hundred ways to do this. You could build a frame and use a router. You could buy a, a jig from, you know, so-and-so and do that to run a router across. Or I've even commented in there, I could take it down to Ronnie and he could put it on his CNC. I, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching your video kind of like just happened. I was like, whoa, he just said my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can take it on around. He could see and see it. And you know what? I wanted to teach somebody old school how to do it. And that's that's the key. You want to step people through things because there's a, a hundred ways to do something. Like somebody walked in my shop once and I said, Oh my god, you got a Craig jig. And I go, yeah. And he goes, that's an old one. And I go, mm-hmm. And he goes, why don't you have a domino? And I go, yeah, I got a domino. He goes, you still need that? I go, dude, do you think this is tool porn? <laughs> you know, like you're looking at it like I don't need it. And then he looked over and I had a Panasonic impact driver. He goes, oh, oh you got a Panasonic impact driver. I go, yeah, because at that time, Festival didn't have an impact driver. And I looked at him, I go, I can't work without an impact driver. So to bring this all together, there is sometimes there is a tool that you need, and it's not maybe the brand that I represent, but I still need it. <laughs> Did you guys see you guys see my drill press? I painted my rigid drill press, <laughs> the uh the top part all green. To this day, people still comment on that. <laughs> uh, I, I get a kick out of it. Uh, you know, I'm a woodworker first. And then there's certain tools that I use that I need. And there's certain techniques that you use that possibly Fest Tool doesn't just fit in there. Yeah, I, hey, Jason, remember the time you used on my Pro Tool drill and everybody freaked out when you were installing my Mr. Cool? Yeah. Yeah, they were like yeah, calling the, you like a like a hypocrite because you had a rigid drill and and you're in your own shop. It's like no, he doesn't. <laughs> and if he did, who cares? <laughs> yes, who cares? <laughs> Maybe that was the right tool for the right job. Yeah. Um, you guys said something earlier that meant a lot to me. Um, you may do, Jason. You said I may do a cabinet video. And then I'll do another one later on, and it's different. It's because it's your journey. You have open eyes to maybe there's a little bit better way or a little bit better technique, right? So the next video, you may say, oh, or somebody may comment, oh, but I was doing it your way, and now you're switching? Uh, no, I've learned that there may be a better way or this may work for a certain application. Yeah. And Ronnie, I see you nodding because you've been there with me, man. Uh, you know what? And the, the opposite of that. Sometimes I'm like, why do I do it this way? I'm just going to try <laughs> this way. Yes. And, 
I'm like, that's why I don't do it this way. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, and it's always, it's usually on projects for myself, like that that wine bar I built not long ago. I yeah. had the idea that even though I built the cabinet with like an inch and a half overhang on each side with the face frame, it was only like seven and a half feet wide. I thought, I want to build a face frame and I want to do a template and I want to get it in there. I don't even have to scribe it. I didn't even think about that the corner was going to be built out on one side and you, which wouldn't be able to get it in it anyway. I ended up doing it the way I always do it, but I tried to do something different, but I was reminded of why I use the method I do. I was reminded because I remember yeah. I put those three cabinets were all pre-assembled to each other, the face yep. frame one piece, but I ended up having to cut it and put a filler piece in there. I ended up having to do it the way that I should have in the beginning. Sometimes you have to be remind, reminded of your techniques and why you do what you do. And way back when, and Jason, I'm really impressed. Your toe kick video, think about it. It's a freaking toe kick, right? right? But you are getting tons of views on it. And it's one of my top uh, 10 videos, installing it or using a toe kick. Um, I used to use all shims. I used to use glue. I used to do this and this. And then I got a hold of these levelers. And mm -hmm. oh my God, I think they're the best thing since light spread. They're five millimeter. You can cut a hole in there. I just love the levelers. Do you know on my Amazon affiliate linkage? That's my number one selling. I think I I think people linked to it 15 times in the month of June. And that's a over a year old. Yep. And, and when I say that, I don't make anything on Amazon. You, it's you know little what, or nothing. You yeah. know what mine is? You know what my number one is on Amazon? What? <laughs> magnets. Magnet, yeah. My magnet stud finder videos have all went viral. And I sell, I've I've sold hundreds of magnets, rare earth magnets, because people are like, where do you get those? And I pinned it in the comment. And yep. it's every month I check, it's still going strong because people don't know where to buy rare earth magnets. It's so crazy. The, the leveling. The leveling cabinets, that's another perfect example of what I was talking about with there's so many different ways that you could do that. It could be revisited so many other ways. I will do a video because I cannot believe the, you know, the, the plastic adjustable leveling feet that you can get the fort, the post where you yes. can level each cabinet individually. They're great. Um, but that's a, you know, decent expense on top of it, but could you dial everything in perfectly? Absolutely. There, there, it's a fantastic system. It's what I right. used on my miter saw station because I knew I had a huge gap that I had to fill and it was perfect. And I use those. So like there are applications for that, but that wasn't the purpose of that video, but I cannot begin to tell you how many people were just like, well, why would you do this? I have also done that. And yes, I will do a video later on of that. But I can't do everything in one video. You know what I've been getting a lot of lately? Is what? Why are you doing it like that versus this? Yeah. Um, yeah. I received quite a few messages, and a lot of them are just curious, right? And so I'll give mm -hmm. them that. But some of them are like, you know, why would you waste your time doing that when you could have just used this? Or um, a good example is I had a lot of people ask me why I was using the lamello over the domino. And it's like, my answer that I wanted to say was, why not? Because I can, right? right? In that application, in gluing up a panel, they both do 
they both accomplish the exact same thing. Exactly the same thing. So why not use a biscuit joiner? Or why, if I want to use the Domino, I use the Domino. If I want to use the biscuit joiner, I use the biscuit joiner. Um, so for those that are just truly curious, like, yeah, absolutely. But they both accomplish the same thing. It's just two different tools and slightly, slightly different applications, but they accomplish, they're used for the same reason. Another really good example is I'm building this whole table with a track saw. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I'm using on. I'm not using my table saw. I'm not using the band saw. I use the uh, joiner planer, obviously, to get my stuff to the right thickness. Every other cut, I'm using the TS-60 for everything. Uh, are you not using the Craig? Yeah, I thought you the had Craig a, Acu, the Accu cut. I thought you had a Triton. Accu cut. Yeah, the AccuCut system. Yeah. Or the Menards one. Have you seen the Menards? Oh, that's No, I'm using awesome. the new Milwaukee track saw. Milwaukee? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Um, it's an Indian name, don't you know? Yeah. So I am, you know, why, why wouldn't you just Wayne's use world. the jointer? Why wouldn't you just use the joiner? You have a joiner. Why wouldn't you use it? Well, yeah, I have a joiner, but you don't need to. It's, it's actually a million times faster and easier on an eight foot long, eight quarter piece of uh, walnut that's 12 inches wide. It's much easier to bring a tool to the wood versus the wood to the yeah. tool and try to maneuver it. And then, oh, by the way, I waste a lot more material doing it on the jointer. Oh, yeah. It's the way to go. You know, I learned that. I learned that. But people are blown away by that. That That's something I definitely learned on the streets myself because I was running long pieces through my jointer. And then sometimes you'll even me- you'll mess up and you'll push down. Yes. Yeah. And, and you'll you realize, snipe. Yeah. Then you realize you put a dip in it after you almost had it exactly where it was. And finally, I was like, I'm just going to use my track saw. I trust my track saw more than I do my joiner. And I started doing that and I never stopped because it, I trust yeah. it. It works. It just works. And that's actually a longer the, uh, pieces, the longer they are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Shorter pieces. Yeah. I'll take them to the joiner all day long yeah. because they're easier to manage, but those longer pieces, and I'm not even bringing them over to my table saw and ripping them to final width. I'm just doing everything right there at my assembly table. I will measure okay, this board's 12 inches. I need to get rid of this two inches because there's a big knot. So I measure over 10 inches and I cut it because right now everything's oversized anyway. So it doesn't matter. At the end of it, it's all going to be cut and it's all going to be at its final size. So why would you not do that? Right. It's it's just a easier solution, but is it the only way to do it? No, I absolutely can. I could use the joiner and then I could use the planer to get it to its final width by running the jointed edge on the bed and using the cutter head to get everything. I could do that too. Right. I could cut it on the table saw. I could cut it with the track saw. There's so many ways to do it. And I think that people, especially people that I guess don't have the experience and all they've ever seen is somebody like using a domino for a table or using a Craig jig for this. Like, does this replace the Craig jig or does that? And it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't really feel like many things replace something. I feel like it's not that it replaces it. It's just that it may be a better option in this Uh, scenario. And and you know, just, just to clarify something, if someone's asking me a question with, this is extremely rare, but if somebody's asking me a question because they truly are curious and they're like wondering why I did this Mm -hmm. and not this, I could do that all day long. I'll answer those for sure. I'm saying I am seeing these people are basically saying you idiot. 
Why are you doing it this way? This is the way I do it. And you're stupid for doing it that way. That's their, oh. their that. And then, and you're taking the time to, to respond back. And, and the worst part is that sometimes I'll take a, I'll spend way too much time responding, especially on Instagram and I'll hit respond and he'll say, this person does not accept replies. And I said, are you kidding me? This person is commenting oh. pages and they don't accept people responding back to them. And it's gone. When you do that, it's gone. It's went into the, into cyberspace and you lost all of what you just typed. Oh, yeah. It, it, I think that's the worst part. You can't even respond back. And there's a lot of people that would say, well, I don't even respond back to my comments, but I still do. I still respond back to almost everything. I wrote something down the other day, Ronnie, about criticism, because I heard somebody quote criticism and I have it in my notes. I thought I had it in my notes. Ooh, where is it? Criticism. Ooh, where is it? Where is it? Gag gone it. I hope I didn't. Oh, here it is. Criticism is the tragic result of unmet needs so if you really think about that there's a lot of people out there with a lot of hurt they don't have unmet needs and they just want to flame you because it's their bag not yours and when you said that person comments and doesn't accept replies mm -hmm. that's just a a hurtful person mm -hmm. and i i don't it sucks because you said something I spent, I do spend a lot of time. I try to on a sedge tool channel. I try to respond to everybody Me too. And I'm going to tell you, Oh, sometimes it's just, I just reply. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks for watching. I like to use that one. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. I, I'm starting to, and, and sometimes typing in good for you is too long. I just go, okay. I, I tell you what's nice though. The other day there was one, I just didn't feel like responding back to it. It was just a rude, whatever. And then I had two more notifications and two people jumped in there and just went off on this dude. <laughs> they were like, he said it was his favorite way, not the only way you need to listen to what he said. Right. I was like, yes, okay, I'm going to let you all just, just go on. And I'm just going to step back here and and the, the, the cool part was they both were female. They both, they both just Ooh. jumped right on the sky. So it was, it was interesting to watch it happen. Um, I, I've, you know, something to that point too. Um, I've recently started, uh, Facebook was something that I started on when I was showing people I knew and I was growing my business and I stopped posting to Facebook 12 years ago. And wow. What? Just after some things that, you know, some, some sponsors have commented that they'd like me to post to Facebook and that kind of thing. And, um, and then after workbench con going to broad Brad Rodriguez is talking about Facebook and how it's, you know, it's worth just, you know, publishing there too. You're already creating the content. I did start publishing there like just a few months ago. And it's mm -hmm. interesting when I was saying the female thing, it's interesting, the followers that you have on different platforms when you're sharing the same information. I think mm -hmm. that's very interesting. Oh, yeah. Like yep. my female following is much higher on Facebook than it is on Instagram. And my, you know, mine is much higher on Tinder. <laughs> I just <laughs> and also the types, the types of comments seem to follow the platforms too. You know, Instagram used to be the safe place where people there weren't even trolls. Everybody was respectful of each other, and that's kind of changed a little bit. But 
I, it's interesting to see the demographics on the three and what male to female and, and all of that and different types of comments. But I, I feel like Facebook's kind of almost like a wide open. You get a little bit of everything and you never know. Comments can be just totally off the off the doesn't even have anything to do with what you're posting. But it's been interesting. So I, I've I've been fielding even more comments than I normally have because now I've got another platform that I'm continually posting to. So that's mm-hmm. what I think I'm feeling a little bit more. But yeah. Are you still doing it over there on Facebook with them not paying? Um, still. Do, yeah. Yes, I am. So mm-hmm. so to give you an idea, when it was just my friend network, um, I had like 600 followers on Facebook, like just a few months ago. And I'm at like 4000 now and just that short. And that was 600 for 12 over 12 years. Yes. <laughs> and just starting to publish there. I've, I've, I've went to 4000 in just like a few months. Same. So it's, it's it's popular and it's a lot of it's the same things I've shared before. I'm even recycling some content out there just to kind of put it out there. And, but I tell you what's kind of it's kind of funny is some of the people that I personally know are seeing this stuff for the first time and they have no idea what I what what I do on Instagram or YouTube. They have no idea because I don't share it with people I know. And it's so funny because I get these little encouraging notes. They're like, "Hey, I." saw those three videos you posted, keep, keep it up on what you're doing. Cause we're really enjoying it. It's great. <laughs> I was sitting there going, I've been doing this for about six, seven years now. Pretty strong. <laughs> Be strong. You can do it. You know, you can do you it, know, Ronnie. Cameron even told me the other day, he goes, you know, I really need to think, I really think you need to come out to your mom and tell her what you do. It's like so funny. Cause I, my mom does not know about the social media part. And the reason is that, Facebook, when she found Facebook, I had to, I had to get her under control. She was commenting on every single thing I posted. Like we went on vacation. Huh. Love my boy. That's my little kid. Those are my grandkids. I'm like, you don't have to comment on everything. You know, she just loves to comment. So when I started yeah. the whole Instagram, like YouTube thing, I didn't tell her about it. And then that's kind of continued on for like seven, eight years at least. So the kids even know they never comment. So my mom said, she's like, why, why did they send you this tool? Why are you going on this trip? Why? I'm like, well, I just review tools. And she's like, but why, why do they do it? And Cameron's to the age now, he's like, you just need to tell your mom, you need to tell her. And it's just, it's become almost a game to keep it a secret. It's kind of funny, but That's now adorable, the, man. Now that I'm doing the Facebook part, she's seeing these things. She doesn't know where they're coming from. She's asking me, she's like, when, when, where did you start doing? When did you start? So I'm, I'm having to come clean. I'm having to come out of the closet. She's <laughs> you can't hide your social media forever, Dad. You got to come out of the closet. You need to come out to your mother. Does she follow? Does she follow Cam on Instagram? She she does not know. She actually does not know about Cameron either because she's not on Instagram. But oh my god! So when he was on the Nickelodeon show, she was like, "How did they find him? How do they know about? How did who was it that found?" And I was just very vague. I was like. He posts on the internet, like, and people find them. (laughs) It's pretty funny, but uh, it's, it's just something that, you know, it's, it's just ended up being that way, but, but that comes back to Facebook. I I just, I feel like that the, I like sharing with the world, but I wasn't ready to make my interpersonal circle of people that aren't woodworkers also be a part of what I'm doing. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? I mean, it's like, I just didn't want that to be my core group. I wanted to be, I wanted the world to be my audience and not my local community. I don't know. I remember even thinking, I thought I want to get established out here and then I'll come back to Facebook. 
I remember thinking that. But while wow. I did that, Facebook kind of like dropped in popularity during that time. Yeah. So I almost like turned my back and never even decided to go back. But I really feel like Facebook still has a place. Oh, Ronnie. And that's hitting me like a ton of bricks. And and you know, something else that I've realized just recently, both of my kids have have gotten a Facebook account just recently. They never wanted one. Cameron was for Facebook Marketplace. That's strong. You know, Facebook Marketplace has a following like pretty close. And that's why he wanted to jump on there. Madison's is because she's getting ready to go to college. And she said that Facebook's kind of like your business card in a way when you're going. Sororities use Facebook to kind of check you out and look and see if you've gotten your history and that kind of thing. So she, she's been on Instagram forever and she's got a great, she has never posted anything questionable. She, she's like, she's my daughter. She knows we've, we've, we taught her right. I'm like, you never, nothing ever goes away when you post. She has a very, you know, clean site, but she, they both recently have joined. So I don't really think I see Facebook going away. Like I did at one point for a while, I was kind of worried about it, but mm-hmm. I think, it's, I think it's here to stay. And I think it's kind of, especially since it has the same owner as Instagram. Now, I think they're kind of merging in a way Yeah, and it's important to post to both. But I wouldn't have said that a year ago. I wouldn't have said neither, that. Neither would I or um, the guys in my business, uh, Big D especially. But we all were in Brad Rodriguez's um, yeah. uh, seminar. Got, Jason, you were there with us. And yeah, we. I was blown away. We all were. Chris, yeah. just, Chris just heard numbers. But when we walked out of there, Ronnie, that was March 5th, March 6th. And we started posting every day on both and, and just not saying, okay, Instagram and then post on Facebook. No, two different ones. And Big D has done an incredible job. He's doubled our size. And when we look at and we extrapolate how we're going on Facebook, but also more so on Instagram, I'm blown away. We were talking about it this weekend. He's done a fantastic job. And I didn't know about Facebook. I could care less about Facebook, but Jason, you taught me this. There's everything that you put out there. Doesn't matter. It's a line. It's a hook, a line in the water to bring you back to what YouTube. Mm -hmm. And that is what I focus on myself 100%. And Chris and I were just YouTubers and that's what we focus on. But I live on YouTube. I love it. And Big D is in charge of everything else. Big D just started uh, a couple months ago. He started Pinterest. Holy crap, is that growing in leaps and bounds? That's a whole nother avenue. I've been on there and I've realized that you just, you have to invest the time on there. And I've just kind of gone and jumped off and you have to really own the Pinterest thing to see see growth from it. Yeah. And he is. That's his job. That's good. That's good. good. And and the other one, I mean, we got to throw it out there. TikTok. I mean, I look at my kids as kind of a gauge. If they're going to buy anything, do you know where they go to research? TikTok. Do they really? Yes. Yes. I'll I'll talk to Cameron. He's like, yeah, I was looking at this 3D printer. He's like, is that on TikTok? And I was like, what did you? He goes, that's where I go to look up everything. Madison's the same way. When Madison, that new um, Dyson um, blower, the hair thing that's everybody wants, she saw it on TikTok. The Apple ear thing on TikTok. So that generation sees TikTok as Google. 
the way we use Google, they use TikTok. And that is very important because we started heavy with TikTok, chilled out. But now listening to you, I'm going to push back and say, hey, guys, let's start posting a lot more on TikTok because Chris was in charge of that. Now I'm going to say, hey, Big D, now you're doing TikTok. And he'll, he's up on speed. He's back. He's back. He had a hell of a uh, 2022. We all know that. But well, you, know what the, you know what? You know what was really great? And we were talking about it this Sunday. You know what they were saying? Hey, Sedge, when's WorkbenchCon? <laughs> they are awesome. so stoked to go hang out with you guys again. Are we That's driving awesome. down again? I go, yeah, we're driving down again. Okay. They were, they That's got so much out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, a yeah, that, that so. surprise that I got out of that one. You know, it really made me start thinking about Facebook again. And it's it's been good to to post over there. And other than that, that's what led me to think of even bringing it up is the comments are different. And I feel like that Facebook, I get people that aren't even into woodworking because Facebook, Facebook is doing a good job of putting reels out there. They don't, do they call them reels too on Facebook? I don't, but I've found myself several times. In they a Facebook, do. I found myself in a Facebook real feed where I'm flopping around, you know, and I'm like, I'm on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram or TikTok. Wow. So they're, they've mirrored the site. You can get stuck on kind of in a little zone with theirs as well now. So they're, they're, they're hitting, but um, the more platforms you post on, the more comments you have to deal with. That's the only thing. I mean, if you care about the other platforms. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and I, 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 I care uh, about off the cut. Well, you know, and Jason, you said the other night, Beers of the Boys, you've never done a post. I don't. Like for pay, What's... I have. I've made a lot of money off Instagram, but you don't need to totally discount it. Like it's, and it, I and know it's... it's just never been something that I went down because I feel like, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of companies out there that are interested in, you know, doing a lot more paid stuff on Instagram and are kind of clueless when it comes to the YouTube side of things. Oh, yeah. And then I think there's that, the companies that are like, yeah, we don't really care about Instagram. Like YouTube is where it's at or, well, you know, so I've, had, I've just, I've never leveraged it and been like, Oh I, yeah, I'll do this post for $2,000. I had two, I have two different companies that came to me and that wanted to do their requirements was that I do a static post on Facebook and a story on Instagram. I was like, where, who came up with that yeah. <laughs> well, post on Facebook? That's also, that happened shortly after the work con thing. And I was like, I need to keep using that because if companies are going to require me to do a static post and here I come, haven't posted in 12 years on Facebook. And I'm like, Hey, listen to me. <laughs> I'm telling you well, about this awesome new thing. So that's, that's when I was like, you need to at least have some activity or you're going to not be able to do that. Go ahead. Do you, do you know Festool USA and Festool Canada? It started with Festool Canada. We now have TikTok accounts. I know. And, and we are the experiment. And yeah. if people turn a blind eye to TikTok, mm -hmm. Ronnie, I'm going to talk about this in the marketing meeting next week about your kids. They find out information on TikTok. That's where they research first. That's where they go first. That's where they research first. And you okay. know what? I, I'm going to switch because I usually do my research on Tinder. <laughs> So I'm going to switch over now to TikTok. It is so strong too. All of Madison's intel on Taylor Swift concert. Where did, where'd you find that? How'd you hear that TikTok? How'd you know about that TikTok? Because what a lot of people don't realize, they think TikTok is just a place you go and scroll 
and get a mindless feed. But if you use that search, uh -huh. like if you search for a specific topic, it's mind blowing how much is out there. Like you could put in there how to get Taylor Swift tickets through whatever. And it will, people are out there sitting on their bed, young teenagers sitting there telling people exactly what time to go out there when it's so it's like, an it's better than Google because it's, it's people are relatable to you. It's, it's like, it's almost like an AI type thing. They already know your mannerisms and who you follow, what you like, and they'll, oh, yeah. they'll give you the right person to even talk to you. I feel like it's to that level on TikTok. So it's, it is definitely something that's easy to overlook. And I jumped on TikTok when my daughter told me like two or three years ago that I couldn't, my kind of content wouldn't work on there. It was Christmas. We were home for Christmas break. And I was like, let me throw like seven or eight things out there that did well on Instagram. And they shot through the roof. It was like awesome. And I should have kept with it because now there's so much competition. It's kind of harder, but I do like you said, I go, I'll post some and then I'll forget about it. And then I'll yeah. go out. So yeah, I, I, I was on TikTok a long time ago and was growing a decent sized audience there. And then all that BS with the selling. China and yeah. selling it yep. and all this stuff. Yep. And there was all these, like the, the security stuff. I was just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just getting rid of this platform. And I did. And then I reopened it again after all that stuff died down. And I, I literally just opened it for the first time while you guys were talking about that in probably a year. But now I'm feeling like, Maybe I need to start posting there again because what yes. I what I will say is one thing that I did notice when I was on there and growing an audience is that I felt like I was getting a lot more traffic to my YouTube channel from TikTok. Mm -hmm. well, you, because you can actually go and open a link there right. and it doesn't keep you in the app. And you also think about the, the people that are on TikTok demographic wise have more time probably on their hands than other and applications. That's also who personally I want to impart my knowledge on is the younger generation. Yeah. Because definitely. I want to bring more younger people into the trades. Yes. Yeah. Because so that's the name of the game. We, we need to keep the craft alive. Yes, I agree completely. So yep. they're all, they all have a place. Yeah, well. Hey, and speaking of that, how's Cam's friend keeping the craft alive? <laughs> Connor. <laughs> yeah. That kid, I'm going to tell you right now, I love that kid. He <laughs> made me laugh. I was thinking about him all day Saturday. What, oh, a, what, what a hoot, huh? And I ain't going to allude to anything. Cause he's yeah. a good kid. He really is. Oh, it was, it's funny. He can, he knows how to hang with the adults. It's funny. Oh my um, God. Yeah, he does. That yeah, was just, so much fun that Cam and him, Cam and him were on beers with the boys. Yeah. They yeah. jumped on and just uh, hung out with us for a little while and talked about high school drama type things. And we were all just kind of <laughs> laughed a little bit and then they had to run, <clears throat> but it was, it was fun. He's been he's been talking about for a while. He wanted to join. He's like, I want to join one, and and he he was like, I think I might join this one. And I actually forgot that he said that when he popped on. I was like, Why is he in here? <laughs> yeah, but what was cool is sometimes we're a bunch of uh, guys and gals, and just to hear a different perspective again, right? God damn, did that bring me back a hundred a hundred years ago? 
It was so cool. It's just neat. And he was letting loose, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He wasn't holding back at all. Yeah. I mean, does he ever? No, he (laughs) doesn't. Oh, my God. And I got to be very careful because when we were at Workbench Gone, I could not stop crying whenever he spoke. He was making me laugh so much. He did a a a smart little whippersnapper he is. He did a quick presentation for us on chat GPT and how they use it in school to do their homework for us and all this. And he just, he was, he was saying things he hadn't told me, but he was telling the group and I was hearing it for the first time. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and I'm not trying to sell Patreon to become a patron, to be beers with the boys or bourbon with the boys. But my God, it's a whole different conversation when we all get together on those Friday nights. Yeah. It is so much daggone fun. It is. Oh. And if you're if you're giving money to off the cut podcast, you might as well just revoke that and give it to us and actually get something for your money and not it, just yeah, making your ears the bleed. The yacht. They have a yacht. It's yeah. It's a yeah. It's, it's like a hundred and seventy foot yacht. I actually, what's, what's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio where he's, uh, he's running the call center, the investment thing. Yeah. Yeah. The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. Yeah. That that's actually, uh, that movie is actually loosely based off of off the cut podcast. And if you, that's what they're doing with your money, everybody. It depends on the restaurant you go to, but if it, you know, some of the higher end restaurants charge, you know, $20. So you could be a top tier patron on our podcast for one wedge salad. Mm-hmm. One wedge salad. The price you of know? one wedge salad. One yeah. wedge salad. You could, you know, you could be there with bourbon and the boys and beer with the boys. Yes. You could have your square on that screen. That's right. It's like all right, guys. Oh my God. I guess, We've got I some get good hacks on off the cut this night. <laughs> yeah, we did. We, we yeah. have we've been slacking the last couple episodes. So this one, we made up for it. <laughs> All right. But I've got to, I've got to run upstairs and get the boy down to bed. But uh, okay. for everybody listening, just go become a patron or not. But if you want to come have a good time and, you know, have your chance to win stuff, be a patron. Other than that. Everybody who's listening. Everybody who's listening, Patreon, patron or not, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. We love just hanging out and just hanging. Yes, and also uh, one more reminder, everybody send us feedback on things. Like we want to hear from everybody, not just mm-hmm. the patrons. Like what, you know, don't forget to do reviews. Don't forget to send us messages. Follow us on Instagram. We're Green Suiters on Instagram and communicate with us. We want to hear back. Yeah. Yes. Helps us decide what we do, the format of the show, everything. Or you should email us at greensuiterspodcast at gmail.com. If you have any ideas or feedback, maybe, who knows, maybe we'll read it on the air. Or maybe Sedge's Tinder. Maybe just communicate. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Make sure you you reach out to me on Grindr. (laughs) Yeah, if you can get through all the Speedo picks, leave a message. All right, guys. Later. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.